Welcome back to another episode of Never Watch Alone. I'm your host, Tim Lifeite, and we are back with uh, unconventional Christmas specials and Christmas movies. And joining me, as always, is my good buddy, Sean. How you doing, Sean? You, you enjoying the, the holidays? Eh, holidays can always kind of be a little bit of a mixed bag, but I certainly do enjoy doing these. Yeah, that's these. fair, especially in these uh, very strange times. Indeed, they are. But, uh, yeah, we also have a special guest, uh, someone I could not imagine doing today's episode without, uh, and that's my old friend Connie Santangelo. How you doing? Good, good. I'm yeah. very happy to watch my favorite movie ever. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, that's the one thing that uh, I was like, oh, if we're going to be doing Gremlins, we got to bring Connie on. Because I know this is her favorite movie, and it's also uh, the movie uh, that, uh, well, she actually turned me on to it. Because uh, I, for even though I've been, you know, a film geek and I love horror and horror comedy and whatnot, I hadn't seen it uh, uh, at all. And she's like, "What?" So she sat my ass down and uh, watched it for the first time. And oh god, when was yeah, locked when the was doors that? In the apartment for my first year of grad school, just yeah, like I do to everybody with every movie. You're not leaving until it's done. <laughs> <laughs> well, when was that? Was that 2014 or 2015? 2015. Yeah, I mean, wow. Six years. I, I, I think I'm more surprised, not so much that you hadn't seen Gremlins specifically, but, like, more that you just haven't gone through the list of everything Spielberg's no, produced. Tell me oh, about people it. People are but... always amazed when I say, this is made by Spielberg, and I pointed out in the opening credits, they're like, what? Yeah, well, honestly, it's amazing that the amount of stuff that dude does uh, executive producing, especially... Uh, in the the uh, the late to mid nineties, um, when he did well, DreamWorks, and, but th this was this was his heyday of more hands on. Oh, absolutely! Producing. I mean, you know, this was the uh, the era of you know not just Gremlins, but uh, he was all oh god, what was he doing at the time? See, see he's done so many things, exact produced so many things uh, back in the eighties. Um, I think <laughs> I th I think he also was because I know um, I know. Uh, Columbus, the screenwriter oh, yeah. uh, who later went on to direct Home Alones and the Harry Potters. I know he also wrote That's the screenplay right. for Goonies and I think Spielberg produced Goonies as well. That's if I'm not right. Mistaken. Wouldn't this have been kind of uh, Chris Columbus's big break? Yeah, it kind of was. Because this was uh, right yep. before Goonies. Wow. How cool actors? Who is Chris Columbus in this? He's not. He's the guy who wrote it, and he later went on. He later went on to direct the Home Alone movies and the first two Harry Potter and movies. And Mrs. Doubtfire too, uh, which we all love. Yes, he, really? he totally uh, directed Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. uh, and it's also how I imagine how Bicentennial Man got off the uh, the rope or got into the uh, the the ether because of Robin Williams and his working relationship with that. So yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, and then of course he also did Pixels. <laughs> Oh, Which were God. like, how? <laughs> I only need to see clips you know, of that movie, and I just wanted to end my existence in this to, universe. Honestly, to be fair, compared to the vast majority of other stuff that Adam Sandler has put out, that is really not I've bad. not seen a lot of Adam, Adam Sandler movies. I, 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 I Look, I wouldn't recommend his later stuff at all. Like, his early stuff was fun, his later stuff... Uh, however, I will say, for that period of time, that's kind of like, oh, you put out something that, like, was actually watchable. Not good, 
but watchable. And to be fair, that man knows what his sandbox is. He knows what his audience is. And he plays them very well. He's one of the most successful people in Hollywood ever. So, all right. Uh, so, I'm just going to go on record to all our listeners that uh, Sean is actively wearing a Santa hat and beard for giving such a stellar review to Pixels because, wow, what a Christmas <laughs> gift for Adam Sandler to get such uh, praise from Mr. Sean okay. Wheeler. <laughs> First off, I will challenge you on this. Go on. Peter Dinklage in anything. Peter Dinklage is good. I have not seen Peter Dinklage give a bad performance anywhere ever. His two lines in Bullet, solid. Like, that man is a great actor. All right. So, uh, you know, death at a funeral. Oh, my God. Whatever. Come on. Like, so you At, put him out there, I you're guess. Good. Honestly, the attitude with Dinklage on that one is like, oh, man, Saddle Sandler, you can suck all you want, but leave leave Tyrion Lannister out of this, please. Um, but we're not here to talk about Adam Sandler, damn it. We're here to talk about Gremlins. Uh, yes! So, give me the era where apparently yeah. science teachers are the smartest characters around, but still very <laughs> stupid. That's such a dumb... Oh, we'll get there when we get there. But I want to hear about the first time you guys watched this. I mentioned the first time I watched this. I watched this uh, with uh, Connie uh, like six years back. That was actually the last time I've seen it. Uh, so it's going to be a really nice time to revisit this because it's been a really long time. But uh, what were your first experiences with Can I go Gremlins? first? Please, please. Adam, okay, please. so I watched this years ago. I was still living at home. I can't remember whether it was late high school, or early undergrad. And because I know my little my little sister and I are six years apart in age, uh, and I also entered college early, so that meant I could have been anywhere from like fourteen to eighteen when I watched it for the first time. Gotcha. Thing is, I loved it. It was it it was PG, even though my parents made a point of pointing out it's only PG because PG thirteen didn't exist yet because that movie and Temple of Doom brought it about. Yeah. Uh, so. I watched it and I loved it. I was already, I was, when I was really little, I was freaked out by even Nightmare Before Christmas. Now I'm like, yeah, yeah. peel the skin off your face. This is dope. <laughs> uh, but I loved it. Just I loved how the tone of the movie twisted you around from uh, shift to shift, trying to get keep you guessing what it's going to be. I absolutely loved it. The thing is, my sister lost her shit and had to leave the room. Uh, at about the scene where a gremlin got put in the blender by the very heroic housewife. She had to leave right there, and that, to me, just cemented it in my mind as a great movie. It was like, this is what made you leave the room, Hope? Mm. And I imagine... Another big sibling point on you that you get freaked out by this. A little bit of a shitty older sibling thing to do, but, uh, (laughs) yeah. I imagine since then, it's become kind of a weird Christmas staple for you. Because I mean, we, oh, we yeah. talk about the oh yeah. Because I mean, this is this is the uh, the month of the unorth- uh, uh, unorthodox and uh, um, weird Christmas movies that people are like, eh, is it a Christmas movie? In, in I'm not a diehard yeah, Christmas totally person. I'm a Gremlins Christmas person. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in in that camp too. Why choose? You could be well, all that's right. fair, but I watch Die Hard. And I just could never really get into it. I see how it's... It's one of those movies where I see its importance to the genre and such, but it doesn't stick with me like something like Gremlins does. That's fair. Well, I I, I, I completely understand that perspective. For me, 
there's one reason and one reason only to keep revisiting Die Hard. And that's yeah. Hard. That's fair. Yeah. Hans Gruber is kind of the dope. And you guys can check out our episode that we recorded just last week. So check it out. Um, what about so you, So tell Sean? us, Sean. So being the fact that I grew up in the 80s, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I saw this movie. I wouldn't say, I mean, obviously I didn't see it in theaters. No one's taking a two-year-old to go see this movie. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but. Yeah, but I saw this, you know, fairly young. Uh, I mean, definitely still in single digits. Oh, wow. Um, but it didn't freak me out. And I think the reason was is I think I learned about this movie because of seeing stuff for the second one. Oh, okay, right on. Because, like, I was at the age when the second one came out where it's like I'm seeing commercials, I'm seeing all this stuff. And so... It wasn't scary to me because by the time you get to the second one, you've got, you know, Gizmo being a badass. <laughs> I, I feel you. I'm actually curious what you guys think of the sequel. I have not seen the sequel. That's like it's one of the things. mixed, <clears throat> in my opinion. I, I think they went too heavy on the comedy in it, but I'm always a sucker for mad scientist tropes. I just love all the, and of course, you know, transformation and whatnot, but that's a story for another time. Uh, I just love all the neat mad scientist tropes they put in, like the little splice gremlins and stuff. And seeing gremlins in a new environment, how they function, I think is really neat. I just think they made it a touch too silly. That's fair. I mean, the the main reason why they did that, at least from what I've read, uh, again, I haven't seen it, but I've read up on it. Uh, and it's apparently Joe Dante was kind of disappointed with the first one and likes the second one a lot more. Because he's like, wait, the rules to this make no sense, Chris. Like, what? What is? Why? Why can't you feed it in midnight? Which is why it's always you know, after you get, midnight. Which is why you get all those jokes in the second one that poke fun at all the rules and like weird things that are going on in the first one. But uh, and and that's why you know Joe Dante, the director, is just like, I I, I don't know what the hell is going on. Like, they're just fucking with people's day at, at, at the second act. We were just. We were just having a fun time. I want them so. to murder people, okay? Unless you were, unless you were the crew. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the crew had a miserable time on this one. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean that again. I, I so I first saw it when I was you know fairly young, and um, I enjoyed it in my youth. But I actually hadn't revisited it in a long time uh, until about a year ago when I was rewatched it because i was going to do a discussion for um uh, a horror website i was writing for at this time and my gosh like revisiting it you know as an adult it, it was a lot of fun and i forgot how much i enjoyed this movie i was just like oh yeah this movie slaps yeah, yeah. It, it does and plus you know it's super like all over the place um i mean oh what's up there is something I want to mention. So a weird thing for me, um, and some of my friends royally hate me for this, which I find really funny. I've never seen and don't care to see Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, same. Never same. seen it, don't care. So for me, like, my only frame of reference for Phoebe <laughs> Cates was, like, this movie, like, this franchise. And so it was really weird for me to like realize later it's like oh this person was iconic for this like teen movie 
Meanwhile, I know her as like this whole like fairly wholesome girl next door trying to fight monsters. All right. <laughs> I've never seen Fast Times, but yeah, I haven't seen I, a lot of movies. I, I I hear it hasn't aged. Uh, it's aged better than Re- Revenge of the Nerds, but Ugh. it still has not aged well too well. It, I do not. I am not a fan of Sean Penn. <laughs> that's that's fair but uh yeah uh although i've uh, uh, although getting back to gremlins uh uh have you guys heard of the uh the 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 uh, what was it the uh, the animated series that's coming out wait a gremlins animated mm-hmm. series yeah uh the secrets of what yeah it's coming up uh it's going to be coming up on hbo max uh in pretty soon uh, I think it's coming out I in February. I am concerned, as I am concerned with any uh, revitalizing of classic properties, because more often than not, it's... They tend uh, to be disappointing, yeah. I, I'm, I'm I mean, the whole arrow. thing about gremlins is they're just supposed to fuck around with shit and murder people with what they fuck around with, so, you know... Yeah, but I... you also got to do it with puppets, because you know that they're probably going to be... You know that the Hollywood studio is going to be just begging for them to do it CGI. And that's fair. CGI is right. so well, not and, the route. And, right, and, and that's the whole thing about, um, you know, this movie uses practical effects because... Beautifully, too. They couldn't do... Beautifully, what? too. Right, because, you know, it wasn't there to do it otherwise. Uh, for those who don't know... They tried to use a monkey in a costume, <laughs> and the test for that was an absolute disaster, with it destroying the director's office and shitting on the floor. And that's when, and, and so, I think that's when uh, the director was just looking at him like, uh, yeah, so we're going with puppets, right? Right, right, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um, I, I, I love practical effects. I'm always going to be a fan of practical effects, and, you know, the whole point is, the best way to explain to people... Practical effects are the meal, and the CGI is the spice. The yeah. spice. You can't. You can't just have a pile of. The spice was slow. <laughs> like, think about this. Like cinnamon. Oh my gosh, cinnamon does a great job of perking up so many yeah. dishes. I put cinnamon in shredded Right, but if you try to just eat a pile of cinnamon, it's a disaster. Yeah. yeah. And that is the whole yeah. thing about like. Practical effects, CGI. Yeah, that's a good analogy. I'll take that. Uh, and, and although, to be fair, it's it's really nice to see with, uh, you know, especially with big mainstream movies like The Force Awakens, where, uh, you know, they'll be going back to the practical effects with uh, even more improved puppetry and, you know, animatronic stuff. So who knows? Maybe, like, because I know that Gremlins 3 right now is uh, still in active development and they're going to try to do it. And as a matter of fact, in this weird landscape of, you know, nothing but reboots and remakes, I'm kind of amazed that we haven't gotten Gremlins 3 yet. You know, it, it really seems kind of mind-blowing. We already got Bill and Ted 3, but we haven't gotten I, that. I think, well, I think it kind of depends as to who you have attached to the project. And by that, I mean, there's definitely certain properties, and I feel Gremlins is one of them, because, uh, you know, if you look at the, you know, Spielberg, Columbus... And um, Joe Dante, uh, uh, yeah. Dante. Uh, those three men have had rather successful careers and 
they've kind of proven, by and large, obviously there's some missteps yeah. here or there, that they have good taste. So if any of them are involved, they're not going to put up with schlock. That's fair. And also because of the the tenures of their career, they're in a position where they can push back at studios and the studios can't tell them crap. You could just <laughs> attach Tommy Wiseau to the project, honestly. Why? Because he has such a unique way of filmmaking that I think it would bring something valuable to see his interpretation of Gremlins and what they do. I want to see that, but I also don't want to see that. (laughs) I was just going to say, unfortunately, he is such a train wreck of a person. And I'm not saying that derogatorily. It's just the way he approaches things is um, not safe. The thing is, that's what makes him perfect. Uh, except not, because, see, what I'm saying is, no one's going to give him money to make this movie, because no one can trust him, because he's too Give crazy. him money? He's a black hole of money. Haven't you read The Disaster Artist? I have. Yeah, but they won't give him the rights, because, again, they need to make their money off of it, and no one's going to do it. That's fair. Yeah, because this is kind of a big Warner Brothers thing, property and sort of thing. Uh, it... This was a big enough property for them to revive the shield. Not, yeah, not to mention that uh, you know they stuck it in uh, Lego Batman and uh, the new Space Jam movie. Yeah, so oh yeah, totally. Well, well, and this 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 was supposed to be this was supposed to be a Christmas movie, obviously, Mm -hmm. and they had such faith in it when they realized they didn't have a big tentpole summer movie to go up against, you know. Ghostbusters that was coming out, and there was something else too. I, can't I think remember it was right uh, now. Temple of Doom. When, yeah, when they realized they didn't have like that, Warner Brothers didn't have a big summer movie. They were like, "This is going to be our summer movie," and it was the fourth highest grossing movie yeah, that year. Which, so, I mean, which they is really wrong, impressive. But like, it goes up against Ghostbusters. Th- this was this was a franchise they were betting on, and that bet paid off. And it's kind of yeah, but it's still but, kind of amazing. We haven't gotten three yet, but yeah. Honestly, as long as they do, I, I like just do it with practical effects, and that's probably the other reason why I wouldn't want Tommy Wiseau doing it. Not because he's weird or anything, but I have severe doubts if he could handle directing a bunch of puppets. Like <laughs> uh, animatronic puppets uh, are tough to work with to get because you got to get nail the eye. How is your right ligature, and... Mark? <laughs> um, I, I I think the best part of it, honestly, would be. If that happened, and I don't want it to be, the movie would be awful. The footage of him yelling. Now that would be a movie. That would be a movie. (laughs) Oh yeah, we'll 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 start a hashtag on that. Release the the Wiseau Wiseau directs Gremlins. (laughs) But how about we sit down and watch the actual movie ourselves? You guys ready to watch the movie? Oh hell yeah! Absolutely. Um, so, folks, it. if you got a copy, if you got the Blu-ray, the VHS, the DVD, whatever, pop it in. It is streaming on HBO Max as of this recording. Uh, but uh, you know, as we've all mentioned before, the internet is a vast place. So, queue up a copy and get it rolling because we are. I'll let you know when we're uh, pressing play. In three, two, one, click. And there's the Warner Brothers so logo. I love with, that. It's a very haunting, playful 
it's it's definite it's definitely a uh, a nod to like the early looney tunes for sure look at this i mean this is one of the things which i point out to people with the opening scene of how this movie twists you back and forth in tone it i just does. think for certain things they could have you know brought in some organizers from various chinese communities and you know, set it up properly because it feels pretty stereotypically applied. I'm white, well, and if well, I think I, that some shit's problematic, well, there's finally uh, something uh, going on there. I, I, honestly, I think it has to do with probably the set design more than anything. I love the broken down gremlin. Oh right yeah, here. It, that's that's a really nice little joke. Yeah, ha ha. It's a the car is called a gremlin. He he. Oh, he. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He, it's a little 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 esoterical prop joke. But uh, uh, honestly, I think so, the thing, what it is uh, overall is, with the feel of the opening scene is just the production design. And that's because that shit was filmed on, clearly on a studio backlot. So it looks very stylized and very, um, and very surreal in that fashion. Uh, and it also looks fact, very cramped compared to how they set up the rest of the sets. Yeah, didn't... I think The Simpsons actually even did a... Uh, uh, a setup kind of like this in one of their Treehouse of Horror episodes. I think it was the episode or the uh, the segment where uh, Homer was looking for a present for Bart, and he and an eight, you know a, a guy like this uh, hands him a cursed Krusty doll, <laughs> and it turns yeah, and it turns into like this child's play kind of parody, which was really really funny. So uh, so this this <laughs> actor is Hoyt Axton. And interestingly, he is also a songwriter. Who is he? He wrote, he he wrote Three Dog Nights, Joy to no the World. No way! I love that song. What? And oh, it gets better. It runs in the family. His mother was a songwriter, and she wrote Hound Dog. Huh. What? Elvis, the King. That wasn't actually the original. His was a cover, but oh, yes. Okay, uh, right on. She wrote the original song that was later recorded wow. by Elvis. So there you are. Who knew? I told you. I know the weird. weird. <laughs> how do you expect to brush your teeth with that tiny thing on that block? You, how ergonomic is that? It doesn't that, look detachable that... or anything. How is that a functional right. device, sir? Also, I don't think that's toothpaste. That looks like the uh, the the pea soup from The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, and now we have um, the introduction to the our our little creatures for the for the rest of the film. Really love the sound design of a of them. Don't touch it. It's evil. <laughs> Not evil. Just a little cute fuzzy baby. I wanted a Mogwai toy. <laughs> yeah, they, the, uh, little Gizmo is, like, stupid cute. Uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, you can actually see uh, inspiration for Gremlins, like, everywhere. Uh, I know a lot of people were pointing out that uh, Grogu, the baby Yoda of the Mandalorian, looks, uh, like, a stupid a lot like uh, Gizmo. And you know I what? Think that's I think that's just kind uh, of the neoteny of it. Like, you get big, cute ears and big, cute eyes and a large head, small body. Like, that's a basic formula for cute. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I also think that while they were designing it on The Mandalorian, I remember John Favreau directly re referencing this movie as, like, uh, a, not as, like, inspiration, but as a guide. Uh, so, yeah, I can totally see why people would make the, the connection. And plus, I even, plus, I know that uh, uh, they were the inspiration behind the Furbies, which are freaky little fucking things. I, I still have a Furby. I've got a baby Furby. You do? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I still actually have the uh, the little uh, crochet doggo that looks like a gremlin because it, it, it's got big ears and uh, a dumb little bu black button nose. And he lives on my mm -hmm. dashboard on my car forever. I call him, I, I actually call him Gremlin. <laughs> so I, I always am driving around with a Gremlin on my dashboard. Maybe you'll keep the other Gremlins from fucking with your car. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the story behind Gremlins? Like, cause, uh, yeah, fucking with airplanes. Yeah, in World War II, the, uh, the pilots used to joke around like it, any mechanical failures, it's little monsters gremlins that were fucking with the the uh the parts inside and it just kind of you know uh just kind of spilled out from there yeah <laughs> love that parody song and we just we just heard the ridiculous three rules yep. that you know the after midnight rule which makes no and sense christmas let's see yeah. that tone let's save our town from whatever problem is gonna show up is it going to be evil bank? Is and, it going to be evil landlord? And, and we don't know yet. <laughs> this same soundstage is what was used for Back to the Future as well. Oh, so if totally any of it's it. looking really familiar yeah. to you, that's why. Isn't this basically like this, the, the back lot that, where they shot the town square? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Right there. I mean yep. there, there, yep. yeah, there's your clock tower. Right <laughs> or the... Well, I, I don't care... Or the library, whatever, you know, the, the diner. clock building. I don't really garage. give a shit what anyone says. Yeah. Like, when a movie opens w w with a song like that and has a title drop like that, fuck you, it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Better hope that child doesn't have a pie in That looks itchy. Yeah, even if it is, like, a just a costume, that's still gotta be one hell of an itchy costume to, to wear. Oh, and hey, we have a cameo for the Christmas story. <laughs> I don't think that's the actual house, but it looks—it kind of looks like the, uh, the the house from a Christmas story, doesn't it? It's the car in the snow. What I appreciate about a Christmas story in Gremlins, it, it's not as saccharine as a lot of other Christmas movies. I know a lot of people yeah. hate a Christmas story, but I don't feel like I've just been dipped in tooth decay and sugar uh, <laughs> coming out of watching these movies. I just, honestly, it's, I think Honest Trailers nailed my exact feelings for A Christmas Story. It's that, boy, we've seen uh, this movie so many times, I don't know if I like it or not, or just because, uh, uh, it's, or I just find it comforting because I know all the lines. Like, I really don't know. It's one of those weird things that has been hammered into you so many times, you don't even know if you like it anymore. <laughs> I mean, I think my family got into it because we're a big Italian family, and we all have to quote the line of "Frahile." That's mm. Italian. <laughs> oh God, where have I, where have I seen the guy, this guy before? Um, uh, his 
his uh, his dad. I think here. he's just one of those white dudes, the gruffy white oh. dudes who's just everywhere in eighties movies. I know exactly where he's from. It's it, he's got that weird chin, uh, but he is the gunsmith from uh, the first Terminator movie. Ah. Yeah, you recognize yeah. you recognize him, Sean. Yeah, now that you mentioned yeah. it. Oh yeah, and then the reference to Spielberg's movies, A Boy's Life and Watch the Skies, the working titles for uh, E.T. and Close Encounters, respectively. You know, I think uh, I, I remember yeah. reading that uh, uh, Joe Dante uh, or <clears throat> yeah, Joe Dante. He put that he he put that on the the kiosk just so he uh, he knew that Spielberg would smile at the dailies later on and not get pissed off at him. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, outside of like one or two minor issues. That dog was an absolute joy to work with on That's set. That's a good boy. Mm-hmm. Is a good boy. Good I love doggy. him, that doggy. Oh. I also like, saw what's going to of... happen now? Are we going to have to save the house from foreclosure? What kind of plot will we have in this Christmas movie? Yeah, there really isn't much plot in this movie, is there? It's just that we have a, we, we spend a little bit of time with uh, our main character, Billy. Uh... Then the gremlins show up, and then really the rest of the movie is just the gremlins fucking around. I think it's a bit Which... of like a, a bit of containment and survival with most of the plot outside of that going on. Yeah, also for the most part, to do I... some sort of, I guess, That's... trauma therapy with with the, the female lead. I, I I guess it's just like uh, you know the, the plot is really bare minimum, but it's so much fun and so entertaining. You really don't care that. It's just like, you know, the last 45 minutes of the movie is just these gremlins just fucking with people's day. <laughs> because it's done so entertainingly well. Oh my god, I forgot how Oh, freaking... this lady. This is why I, oh, I, I yeah. like bringing this up oh, to man. be like, oh boy, where's the plot going? And sometimes yeah. when I show this movie to people. <laughs> that sound this guy makes. Just, oh. I, I don't know why that, that makes me chuckle. <laughs> Also, that is a huge porcelain figure if the head is that big. Is it porcelain, really? It breaks kind of like some sort of ceramic. Oh, okay, because I thought it was just plastic. Again, it's been a while since I've seen this. Ah, landlords. Hated them ever since the 80s. Yep. I'm sorry. Being a landlord isn't a job. It's an investment if you want to put it generously. Yeah. You listening, people? Fight the power! Okay, boomer. Yeah, just look at you <laughs> leeching off hardworking people so you can prance around being mad about, oh boy, you're going to have to wait two weeks to leech off these people even more. You know, it, it, it's it's weirdly counterintuitive, but the only way to make this character more over the top, if she was British, just so she can make, hur, 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 I say, you know, just frustrated British noises. <laughs> That's the only way to make that character more over the top, but I'm glad they didn't go for that. <laughs> I mean, they're go- she's basically going, and your little dog, too, half the time. Yeah. Such a good doggy actor. At least. Uh, no, that's not legal. 
However, that was the... Okay, though the historical fun fact, it's only recently that it's been thought that basically the family dog and cat were pretty irreplaceable. It was a norm up until like a decade or two ago. You're going on vacation, euthanize your cat or dog so you don't have to board. And then you get a new one on the way back. Yeesh. Yes, that yeah. was the norm to raising pets uh, from like the 50s on when commercial cat and dog food made it a lot easier. Wow, boomers really are the worst. Oh, wow, it was. Yep. All right. All right. Fuck you, lady. Get him. Get him. Get him. Yeah. Sicker. However, Sicker. that probably means at that point the dog Better would be put to sleep under modern uh, animal control laws, depending on the severity of the injury and the exact statutes of the county. She should have butt bit her obviously fake mole off. <laughs> yeah, I know a little too much about uh, animal control rules. Well, you're you're just an educated human. Or like I obsess over the the care of my animals and how <laughs> what they do basically anything they do leads to like death for them and maybe a fine or if it's abuse a jail time for you. Whereas they get to die. Yeah. Train oh, your hey, animals, cameo. everyone, PSA. Oh, it's... yes, that dude. I see him everywhere. Wasn't he in, like, no. in the Michael J. Fox sitcom or something? No, 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 no. Well, that's Judge Reinhold. Uh, but I was talking to the uh, the guy sitting next to, to, to Billy who he showed his uh, um, his drawing to, uh, the other guy with the glasses. That is the great Chuck Jones. Oh, yeah, wait, I think he's. Oh, up here that's a, a fun cut. little cameo. Yeah, get out of the way, get out of the way, Judge. God, okay, he says I'm a vice junior. Yeah, there he is. Just reminds me, like I'm 26 in American Psycho, and I make all this money and obsess over business cards. That's what that dude sounds like to me. Uh, so like, holy shit, when I was 23, I was working uh, 13 hours a day. So, and a so, regular schedule in a lab making so, so 16 Connie, bucks an hour. So, Connie, you basically mean he's basically Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. A small town Patrick Bateman. <laughs> I don't think he kills people in this movie. <laughs> Who knows? In a movie like this, anything goes. Am I right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Working two jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, she's volunteering he's... here. Why the hell are you volunteering at a bar? Demand payment to get abused by all of these scummy customers who are, like, grabbing your ass and shit. I believe it's called family business. <laughs> wait, she's she's related to the owner? I, I must have missed that at some point. Heh, <laughs> foreshadowing. Oh, that's, yeah, that's really good foreshadowing. Love it. Also, dangerous. You should have secured that a long time ago. Hey! No, it can't be too secure. You gotta be able to grab it in an emergency. <laughs> hey, Frank Capra. You know, and there's a movie that I also feel doesn't leave you feeling like strickland and sweet. Yeah, you know, everyone's. It's a wonderful Yeah, yeah I like, like how it gets you thinking about your impact on other people and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. Everyone, everyone say, oh, It's a Wonderful Life is such a cheery movie. I'm like, no. Really? Like, I mean, a bunch how, of people die because that dude's not around. And plus, let's not forget that, you know, even though, uh, um, uh, you know, James Stewart is saved, financially <laughs> bailed out at the end by the town, 
Mr. Potter really doesn't get any consequences for his actions. As a matter of fact, he keeps the stolen money and and just gets away with it. You know? Right. Yeah. So like it's a wonderful life. Not quite as cheery as you might imagine to be. Yeah. But it's still one of my favorites to watch over the holidays. Like I, I you know, we we've we're here for the unorthodox movies and that one really is kind of a Christmas classic, especially since the, you know, the weird copyright thing that happened to it in the uh, the late 50s and uh early 60s. But yeah. Uh, I still love watching It's a Wonderful Life, as does my mom. <laughs> I wonder who gave them the swords, honestly. I want to know this the story point, of the swords, like too. At this point, it's not like swords were easy to get. Maybe there is a, like, a local I mean, they weren't necessarily hard to get, and he clearly travels a lot for what he does. That's so. That's a good point. Also fun is, uh, while there was a script... And, like, Hoyt knew the story very well. He just decided to ad-lib most of his Thank lines. Thank goodness they're not waiting for Christmas and this shit. Gizmo would have starved to death. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it totally yeah. sounds like a puppy because those are puppy noises. Have you never experienced a puppy? Those are exactly puppy noises when you <laughs> shake a puppy. I hope Billy. you're not shaking a puppy. Oh, right? <laughs> well, I mean, clearly not a puppy. Many puppies. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> one of the best, like, one of the cutest fucking scenes in the movie. Yeah. The, honestly, PSA, do not give people animals for Christmas if it has not been talked about in prearranged prior. Yeah, do not saddle people like... with unwanted responsibilities yeah it's kind of like buying a car you guys you don't that's something you don't surprise i don't care how rich you are oh the puppet oh little paws look at your little paws that's grogu Aww. before grogu you guys but with fur so it makes it a little bit better oh it kind of does doesn't it yeah because it looks less like a human baby because human babies are gross Yes, they are. I'm in agreement with you on that one. So, I mean, obviously absolutely adorable. Horribly finicky and thirty to $40,000 Oh, apiece. yeah, those animatronic puppets were not cheap to make. Hey, at least you don't have them crawling after you for college tuition. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, Mogwai specifically translates to demon- by the way. Okay, I remember reading the novelization a long time ago. I remember reading something like Gizmo specifically was a really nice Mogwai. It seems like generally Mogwai run like total assholes a la Stripe. So yeah, we don't need more Mogwai. Wow. Oh, baby. No flash photography will be allowed. That definitely gives new meaning to say cheese. <laughs> So time for dust bands. Don't feed them after midnight. They're going to say it. They're they not... said it. They said it. <laughs> they have this whole thing. They're like, don't give him a bath. And I'm just like, are they chinchillas? We never get to see how he cleans also, himself. You get to... I, am... also, I mean, you see dust... them drinking booze later. Like, doesn't that count? <laughs> right? I mean, 
Especially if it's diluted alcohol, it's gonna have water. Yeah, like. No, you just go. You get them fucked up all the time. Get them fucking two hundred proof lab supply alcohol and just fucking party with your mogwai. But see, you know, everyone saw, you know, how cute Gizmo was. They're like, hey, let's go see this movie. And then they were like, wait, what? <laughs> what happened? Well, remember, like, Gizmo was supposed to turn evil, quote, evil, too. Like, they were all supposed to be little bastards. Um, but, yeah, Spielberg and Joe, uh, Joe Dante looked at that and I'm like, that is way too cute. And the kids oh! are who watch this are, oh, the hat. Oh! I love the hat. And the puppy's um, jealous. But uh, they, they were like, Rude. oh, I can't, we can't do that. Like, we can't, we got to have one good uh, gremlin in here. Otherwise, the kids are going to be permanently traumatized. In the trash. So what you're telling me is there should have been no good gremlins. Well, originally that was the idea. No, no, no. I understand that. But you're like, or kids would be traumatized. So I'm like, oh, so have no good I gremlins. I mean, that's, that, honestly, that wouldn't be half bad. <laughs> just kind of go like uh balls to the wall little shop of horrors uh where you know the world just ends and they, they take over the film and everything <laughs> yep could be oh i'd cuddle that gremlin Ooh. although i really love the the reason why they have the excuse for or the the rule that they don't like bright lights so that way, any of these puppet shots are in darkness so that the shadows could be hidden. Oh, well, that's a good point. Yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 apparently working these puppets were a bitch and a half. So they were like, all right, we're going to, we're going to just make up a rule that they can only be in shadow so we can actually get this fucking movie rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and i imagine you know that's the, the, it's those stupid rules that what what was it they were said like less than six minutes into the movie and joe dante who was making this like i can't believe i tricked the audience into buying such a stupid concept so early they should have walked out like <laughs> five minutes into the movie it's kind of story writing, though. I mean, if you're writing a fantasy, it's just kind of primed for you to accept whatever premises are coming up. Unlike sci-fi, where you want it to connect to some sort of existing scientific principle. So, oh, <laughs> oh boy, that's yeah. a mess. Fun fact, uh, I can't remember if it's the director or who, but one of the guys who made this movie still has that I think that's, uh, I think that's Joe who, who's got it. <laughs> Man, just imagine cleaning up the set between those tapes. Oh, it's everywhere. Oh, there he is. 80s star. Wait, wait, I watched The Lost Boys recently. Is that an actor in The Lost Boys? Yup, that is Feldman. Ah. That's Sludge Child. Hey, you guys want to feel old? He's yes. 50 now. <laughs> I don't feel old, but I see your point. <laughs> yep, here we go. Heteronormativity, because of course Gizmo's got to have a girlfriend. Eh, it was the 80s. I know. <laughs> Aww. Man. 
man, you gotta really appreciate those, the the facial work that they're doing. It on is those so good. I I love that they. I love his room though. I mean, Road Warrior poster. Oh, hell yeah. Conan comics like the brick, the so brick wall. The, the the this is like the cool. It's so cozy. It is because you know I really. I really hate those rooms where it's just like an overhead light. Like, no, give me a bunch of lamps, and so I can have like a bunch of mood and atmosphere to my to my space. Also, it looks lived in, unlike a lot of movie bedrooms I've seen. Yeah, it's we're, a bit we're, messy. <laughs> He's not quite exactly like a slob, but you know, He's where it doesn't down. look like where it doesn't look like the uh, the the September issue of uh, IKEA. <laughs> I mean, not gonna complain. I love Jason Archie, but people don't live like that. Even no, 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 no. Eh. Wow, look at man. The, even the work on the nose. So there were, there was one point where there were so many problems with the with them trying to get the the puppets to work that everyone fell asleep. <laughs> Waiting around for them to work so they could actually. Yeah, film. I believe that. I've been on a set like that before. We're we're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting just to get the stupid things lined up so we can get the fucking shot and no! roll. No, poor baby. No, don't. The birthing process is painful and completely avoidable. <laughs> Whatever that was, kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. Tribbles! I love me Tribbles. It's a Tribble. <laughs> he crapped out a Tribble. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, that is, that is amazing puppetry. And and plus, you know what really sells the puppetry? Not It's not just the amazing artists that are working below the desk on these things. It's also the sound design that sells it, you know? Oh, shit, it's multiplying. Oh, poor Gizmo. He had to birth quadruplets, was it? Or was it quintuplets? I lost count. Oh. Eat them, boy. Eat them, Barney. Save us the entire movie. Yes, please. Because shit is going to go down. Oh, yeah. Oh! Man, that's so amazing. Can you... That is... As, as effects-wise, in 1984, to have a puppet take up an entire close-up, and you're like, no, we're going to make these things believable. Even I in think extreme that's more of a close-up. Woo! Ooh. Little bastards bite. Well, if you got a mouth, you can bite. I can bite, you can bite, Sean can bite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Oh. I just gave birth, Janet. I'm gonna be exhausted. He's like. I think it's more that that's the face of a man who's been down this road before and knows it goes nowhere Oh, yeah, good. I guess the story you, you know, actually, you, actually, you know what? I imagine that would that is that look on Gizmo's face where he's looking at his kids. He's like, 
Oh, it, 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 I am never going to financially recover from this with the child <laughs> alimonies. <laughs> My child care bill just went, just skyrocketed. God damn it. <laughs> that is the look of every regretful parent. <laughs> okay, when is this dude going to learn? Unless you can detach stuff from the bus from, sorry, from uh, the bathroom, buddy, it's not gonna work. I'm not gonna fucking shave my face with holding like a two pound block <laughs> of random crap. <laughs> oh, right. he just is in his face. <laughs> Delicious. Honestly, I really love the because I can imagine this was just a field day for the prop masters. Like, when you have any movie that especially like you know uh pre-1995 and there's a script with an inventor the prop department is going to have just a field day not just with the stuff that he's working with but all the shit in the background too like I, that's where it gets oh, fun. Yeah. Crossover oh yeah Hugh from the bond films with the dad from gremlins there you go <laughs> and maybe also throw in rick moranis from honey i shrunk the kids because oh, why not yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're a little small. <laughs> I don't know if they're ever going to replace the family dog. Oh. Oh. Poor Daisy. Oh my god. I don't know if I could positively reinforce their ass into the hay, but they just seem to be intrinsically uh, malevolent, though. They're, they're just little ass. Right. You, you know what? I think that's the th that that might be the thing is uh, you know because they're they're essentially baby gremlins, they're just even more assholes than normal. <laughs> it's their self defense mechanism. Yep. Oh shit! And here we go. Now they're here, coming around to raise some hell. How's it feel to be a proud Again, grandparent at the age of twenty three, kid? Oh, you little Smug bastard! Little butt. That is that is a Jack Nicholson face right there. Oh <laughs> no, not the doggo! But like everyone is collectively happy though that the dog is yeah. alive and got a reprieve from being oh, killed. Oh, yeah. so traumatized though. <laughs> oh, look baby. at your baby! Oh my God, the look on that the look on his face is just like, human, please help." Oh, hey, the electric hammer. Hey, Gremlins, <laughs> guess what? Simpsons did it. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Because this came out before The Simpsons, uh, you could argue that uh, they ripped this off. The Simpsons ripped them off. Yeah. Oh, no, I would not trust any coffee out of that Don't thing. Don't do it. Oh, God. I'll just this have This is how we ended up in the hospital. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, that looks like tar. It probably is. I mean, again, really, when you have like a prop or when you have an inventor in here, it, wait. Is that <gasps> There's the, the artichoke. I've never noticed that before. The artichoke connected to a speaker. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> wait, what is with the artichoke? <laughs> what? I just, I think someone just slapped something together for their assignment as a low-level prop tech and just went, okay, this works. The, the the prop humor in this is really funny. 
wow, it's a lot funnier than I remembered. Ah, uh, yes, because the smartest person in our town is the science teacher. Right? I do appreciate that we've got a black man as a science teacher, though. That's great. Well, yeah, you also, but you really gotta love that he's the most qualified person to do this stuff. Out of company, I mean, the science education and scientific research are two different skill sets. Yeah, he's they like doing eighth grade biology. <laughs> I mean, and you also, also have to ask, what was his field, his most focused upon field of study in college? Yeah, because honestly, I feel like uh, if this were, it, this must, this was just literally like a lazy shorthand for uh, an in-town character to run the experiments. Because if this were to have a little bit more, I don't want to say thought, but uh, a little bit more logic? Maybe is the word I'm looking for. Uh, he, I would his, go to the, uh, the The teacher would have looked at that and been like, I got to make a phone call <laughs> and oh, calls yeah. up some dudes at the <laughs> Pentagon. Actually, that should be the that should be the premise for Gremlins 3. Same, OMG. Same setup, but this, the the kid takes it to his uh, his science teacher and his science teacher calls like his brother-in-law who works as a scientist in the Pentagon and then it spreads from Washington to New York and all over it. the U.S. And the gremlins just take us over. Like, just end it in full balls-to-the-wall little shop of horrors way. You know? Ew. Yeah, that sounds like... Man, get on that, Warner Brothers! I've had most... Uh, I've had the most problems with American-made cars, so you shut up. <laughs> I, I am swapping the fucking Volkswagen with my car boots. You know, I do have a Volkswagen. It runs very God, well. I've got a cruise, and I'm just kind of done with it. Shit. I, I stick with Ford because because I had a, one of my old mechanics was uh, <laughs> had Don't probably one of the best children. things. It had one of the best uh, things to say about me, and he's like, "Oh my God, how does this thing running still? Oh, it's a Ford." Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. Come on. Hey, I just love how those guys still partially right. Oh, yeah. man, what I miss with I Okay, what I miss, because of the fucking <laughs> pandemic, I love singing Christmas carols. Mm. Oh. I you mean, know what? And maybe we'll, we'll uh, I know a couple people who live in neighborhoods. Maybe we can pay them a, a distance visit with some carols. Maybe. And, I mean, singing expelled a lot of particles. And oh, uh, be masked. Fun aside, I got yelled I said, at, not yelled at, but talked to a lot by the choir director when I was younger because I could project and I didn't know how to turn it off and it overshadowed everyone else. If we're going, yeah. If we're going to go Christmas caroling, I demand Weird Al. Oh, oh please, I don't yes, those. yes. Let's get weird oh, yes, and crazy Oh yes, I love this them. weird turnaround from the female lead. I love it that she's just blatantly talking about her feelings and the truth about the holidays. Oh yeah, uh, I, I think uh, that that was the thing that uh, they really wanted the female lead in this movie to be absolutely wholesome, which is so strange that they cast her because the the Phoebe Cates because she was really coming off big time from Fast Time at Richmond High, that Joe Dante actually watched her and saw 
And despite the notoriety from it, uh, Joe Dante still said, well, yeah, you were wholesome in that movie. I, I don't know the logic behind it. I hadn't seen it. I mean, I know the scene that, you know, that made Phoebe, as we all have, let's be honest. I um, haven't. But I'm like, all right. And, but we still remember from this one. I know Sean does for sure. That's right. Well, I mean, the the actual reason she doesn't like Christmas, that story <laughs> it's is so, so like, good. I love it. It's so what the fuck. <laughs> It's a, I actually hear they make fun of it. Don't they make fun of it in two? I don't remember. I don't know. Because I, I could have sworn, like, hearing somewhere that uh, they make fun of it in two to, to the point where she starts doing another one involving Abraham Lincoln, and it gets <laughs> so ridiculous that they cut her off and don't even let her finish. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's not out of, like, you know, anything. It's more poking fun. It's like the, that that Santa speech was so out of left field and what the fuck that they had to acknowledge and make a joke out of it in the second one. Cause I think that's what, you know, Joe Dante was doing. He was just so horrified at this movie that he created. And he's like, what the <laughs> hell? None of this makes sense. This is stupid. It's entertaining, stupid, but it's really kind of stupid. And I'm just going to make the fun of it. Well, it's <laughs> look, the, the, the movie is, was written more as like a straight horror film and then made into like half horror film, half family comedy. Oh, yeah. look, I'm doing so, bad yes. science, science teacher. Oh, yes, more bad science. Yay. Yeah, because not bad and like evil, so, but bad, like there's no record keeping or um, you think there'd be some mention of what it is or what kind of effect is going on? Oh, wait. You think you have like a video camera? Why do you camera? need blood from the sky? What do you have beyond the ability to do a basic blood type test? Do you have. For like 80s science supplies. I'd like to. Also, that looks like the fakest. Oh, I blood know, ever. right? It <laughs> looks like orange candy. Well, in all fairness, though, what does gremlin blood look like? Maybe it does look like that, Sean. Shut up, <laughs> is what the director is trying to say. No. <laughs> Oh, hey, the Coke and uh, the... Uh, are those Skittles or are those Reese's Pieces? Because somehow I oh. feel like that's a, a reference to E.T. Oh, look at them being naughty. Boy, that must have been horrible on the uh, the animator's hands to make them bounce back and forth that long. Don't you dare. Do it. They already no. dared. That, that's where they whisper in, in Jawa language, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? You just leave your fried chicken in the fridge and cover it so it can taste like everything else in the fridge? Because props! <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh, I just love God. this shot. It's just so grotesque and visceral. Oh. I love this scene. Man. Yeah, it's it's very much like the moment where like, I think the first moment where it's like there's a little tonal shift. It's like, oh. Well, again, uh, it's it, I just love how ballsy the effects guys got that. No, we're going to have extreme close up with these faces and these puppets because we believe in them so strongly and we're going to make them really, really grotesque. 
But at the same time, they absolutely were so angry. Oh, uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, didn't they write new scenes just so that they could kill more gremlins? Well, no, they had an entire list of things they wanted to do because of how fed up they were with it, which is why that dart scene gets added where they're throwing darts at him. It's because they let him have one, one of the torture scenarios they came up with, put into the movie because of how fed up with these puppets oh, they were. Oh, man. I believe but, it. Know, but, hey, I'm just glad that their pain and suffering, uh, you know, panned out because, boy, we got a fun movie out of it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, shit. He's ate it. it. He ate the sandwich. Why would you leave the sandwich out right where he can get it? Again. Bad science teacher. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hide your life, hide your kids. <laughs> Aw, poor oh, Gizmo. Gizmo, he's, he's a sleepy. Also, you know, I just realized, and I feel like there's, I know they're not really setting this up, but because I've seen Gizmo with those 3D glasses, how easy would it be to have Gremlins be Gremlins 3D? Ooh. I mean, for oh, real. Oh, I like how gross these little sacks look. I love it. Yeah, this this uh, this scene is brought to you by H.R. Giger. <laughs> It really right. feels like Giger, doesn't like, it? Uh, was I watching a Christmas movie or Alien? Yeah, did, Why did, not uh, both? Right? Well, best of both worlds. <laughs> no, uh, but yes, you let him eat after midnight. Yes, the 80s fashion of cut-up sweatshirts. Well, of course, the mother does all the emotional labor and management of the household. Of course she remembers. <laughs> Oh, those little bastards changed the time. This is why we've got battery-powered clocks on the wall now. They at least have to work next time. And, you know, plus... That's why we have exactly. cell phones. Exactly, I was about to say, our phones. <laughs> yeah, that shit does it like magic. Oh, yeah, it looks... It, it looks like a, a xenomorph jizzed in there. <laughs> I have seen some porn. That might fit the description. <laughs> I mean, also, I understand why you need to cut the cage at this point, but you put it in a bigger cage. I mean, nobody in this movie really thinks anything fully through. No, no. Honestly, it goes full. Like, it, it, oh. it, it takes the lazy shorthand, but it makes up for it in its style and its presentation, you know? Oh, wow, Mom. You go balls to the wall for your homekeeping. I applaud you so much. She's so, you, you know, you're right. She is very supportive of her husband's stupid weirdo doodads. Oh, yeah, like, she only makes the vaguest of complaints in the movie when it starts doing something really dangerous. Yeah. And, and like, she runs the household so well. Oh, I love the oh, HR, not the HR guy, but H.W. Wells. Hi, Steven Spielberg. Yep. Yep. And Robbie the Robot Robbie. for no reason. And the movie's composer and alien composer, the, the guy who wrote the alien score, Jerry Goldsmith. The, the oh. dude in the yeah, the dude in the hat behind uh, the dad. Yeah, that's that's Jerry Goldsmith, one of the greatest composers who ever lived. But I also love the time machine in the background, and now it's gone. Oh. <laughs> right. That well, is fucking you can't hilarious. Get an award. Guy's gone. <laughs> 
just uh, just do me a favor. If if that really is the H.G. Wells time machine and it went back, um, just do me a favor and tell Guy Pierce not to do a remake. <laughs> no, because she's the worst. No. See if you see if there's some sort of flaw in your apartment and call the appropriate office to put your rent in escrow and shit. You know, at least we can say she. We can say that Cruella Deville had a little bit of class and a little bit of energy that was fun and entertaining. But Miss Deagle. People to spay and neuter. Yes, but there is no redemption for for Miss Deagle. Like, fuck yeah. off. And boy, you Great can't wait right. to see her get her comeuppets. Because, oh, you, like, as soon as her character is introduced, you're like, dead. Like, you, we are just going to... Right. <laughs> she is going to get some severe comeuppets, and we are here for it. Which is really weird to say when you're on the side of the evil <laughs> gremlins over one of the I humans know, in this right? movie. But, yep, here you are. I, it seems like... Uh... The Rat has found an ally with the gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, hey kids, you remember when we had uh, actual film reel projectors in the, in the classroom? Oh God, those, right. That was my years. No, I had CRT. Yeah, I had the TV. We, it was usually <laughs> when you know when the when the teacher was really really hungover, the TV would be wheeled in, <laughs> and. Most people remember Bill Sy the Science Guy, but I remember watching the MythBusters mostly. Yeah, oh, the so the good. TVs get wheeled in wasn't until like high school, maybe late middle school. We definitely had reel the reels. Oh yeah, man! Look at that puppetry. The smoke too. The smoke is so extra. They don't need to do that, but they just like, look fuck at it. the slime. Yes, that's what uh, horror movies uh, nowadays are really missing: real goo. Use real goo, movies. Use real goo. You gotta make goo. it look like a vagina. You gotta go the aliens do route. You, do you know how much radioactive material is just lying around out there? Get some. Okay. Come on. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Good luck with that. Yeah, no kidding. Also, seriously, what the hell were they watching? Something about a uh, circulatory system, the large versus small animals. Yep. I feel like which this I film think was... this is an appropriate background to like the rising tension, and you can see the oh, absolutely in the background. I'm actually mm. curious uh, if they filmed that uh, specifically for the movie, or if they got some archival thing. Now I feel like this was actually filmed for the uh, for the movie. Like they just had like a B unit and have someone direct and make that real quick. Oh. Oh no. It begins. We also really I really love the lighting with the uh, the fan. It seems like we're in kind of an undulation pattern. With, oh, it's with not even the, the fan. The wheel it's the, uh... and the fan and the heartbeat. 
Oh, it's not even the fan, it's just the reels, but still, that's really cool. Ooh. Yes, because you should feed an animal who you don't know what it eats a fucking chocolate bar. He kind of is the worst scientist, isn't he? I mean, to be fair. All he does is, yeah, he, he's, oh, you know what? He's the least qualified scientist in movie history. I mean, he's, he's not a scientist, though. He's a science teacher. It seems, on average, look at all of his setups. He seems to do a pretty good job as a science teacher. He seems to give a shit. And... Yeah. But, um, but in handling a unknown creature, pretty ki kind of stupid. Well, obviously, as I said, you don't just cut the cage. You put it in a bigger cage, like... Yeah, oh, stick your shit. hand where you don't know what's under there. Yeah, you, oh, it's not like you're going to lose a finger or two. Or worse. Snip, snap. Don't put your hand in there! Don't do it! <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Mmm, finger food. Have <laughs> <laughs> a safe and happy holiday. Yup, totally. Oh yeah, he's having a very merry Christmas now. <laughs> Man, I don't care who you are. Like the the look and sound of those old movie projectors is something else. It's really hard to make like you know digital projectors look very cinematic these days. Okay, what the fuck was in there? I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but the uh, but the syringe in his ass makes me laugh. Like, how did the <laughs> how did the gremlin know to use that? It just seems they've got some sort of preternatural ability to just mess around with things. Probably. I mean, that is their whole shtick. Mm, oh, yum yum! Forbidden fruit. <laughs> Oh, apples are perfectly tasty. Yep, glass is tasty. Oh, wow. Wait, was that shot stop motion? Maybe. Oh, that's deep. Cause, yeah, because I know that they were kind of kicking up uh, the idea of having the creatures all stop motion. But uh, they realized with the kind of time that it would take for all these little buggers to run, be running around uh, would be just an astronomical amount of time. Plus, they'd have to composited in with uh actors uh on plates where they're they're not interacting with anything they're just mining it so they're like no we're gonna we're gonna go with the puppets are you gonna disinfect it, it, it that really... dude are you gonna wash your hands <laughs> eh, well a little too late for that now yep nope Run, stupid! Oh. I love that's a great first reveal. It is right when you think you're safe, you know, on the nurse's and office. You, and I also love the, even though it's obvious to us now, but you really gotta love the slide of hand camera movements. Like it's clearly just, oh, oh god, no! So yeah, the, no, the darts right here. <laughs> that this was demanded because they were just so fed up of dealing with the gizmo puppet. <laughs> Get it, Mom. Get him. Also, Addy, those cookies. It's like, 
Ah, uh, yes, yeah, somebody has Someone a brain. Someone insert psycho music. <laughs> Although, again, in the original, the mom was supposed to get beheaded by them and the head thrown oh, down the fuck, stairs. Really? That was in the original script. They were just like, oh, no, we're God. not doing I'm gonna that. Me. Good God. So it was kind of hardcore. Right? <laughs> I told you this was supposed to be like more a horror movie. I'm kind of glad that they went with the uh, the, the comedy route because, uh, oh, yeah. honestly, I can't really think of uh, a really big horror comedy. Like, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil? No, 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 no. I'm well. I mean, right? I'm talking about prior to this, because we've had. Oh yeah, no, we've had really. hundreds of. The Maybe, um, because I can't really think nah, of a, okay. a lot of effects-driven uh, horror comedies before Gremlins. Uh, I think uh, maybe uh, American Werewolf in London. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Great one. And we did do that episode uh, a couple of years back. So if you want to check us out there, too, uh, we'll uh, just ch uh, check out the our episode for American Werewolf in London. Yeah, the transformation scenes <laughs> is hot as fuck. You know, I love that moment where it's like clearly the like they have that musical yeah. tone, like because clearly they put on a yeah. record, but like her face and I'm just like. I wonder if Little German Boy ever has that effect on anyone else. <laughs> no, uh, no, honestly, I think it was the moment that she picked up the knife. Uh, she realized, oh shit, I'm in a horror movie. And then the music starts playing from downstairs, and she's like, oh go. shit, I am definitely in a horror movie. Get it, lady. <laughs> Defend yourself in your house. I got a 50-50 shot of, be of surviving this horror movie because I'm white. Let's go. <laughs> oh, great shadow work. Ooh. Again, because, you know, I know that they're using all these sleight of hand ways where there's really no other way to shoot these movies, uh, because, given the effects that they're using. But I love the, the weird sleight of hand where you can really tell that these are locked on puppets that are made almost specifically for individual shots oh oh i just love the veininess of the ears yep oh yeah get for the scene that scared the shit out of my sister <laughs> kill it kill it <laughs> yeah this is when she had to leave the room <laughs> oh my god one down. Yeah. I feel like Peter Jackson stole that gag for uh, Dead Alive. Yeah, Come look on. at her go. She's doing so well. Paint a star on there and she can be a female Captain America. <laughs> I'm here for this. Yeah. Yes, Little yeah, bastard. this shit. Yes. Yeah. Get it. Kill them bastards! Yeah, oh my god, this scene! Oh, yeah. Oh, he's gonna nuke it! Yeah! Oh, no! Clean tech killer. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. 
She's like, shit, how many are there? <laughs> oh, dual wielding. It. Dual wielding. Yeah. She's not letting her guard down anymore. Yeah, let's get him. Uh, actually, by the way, uh, something really cool happened to me over the summer. I actually uh, went to a, mu uh, a museum of the weird, uh, and I actually got to see in person one of the original Gremlins uh, animatronic puppets. Yeah, it was Ooh. fucking cool. Like, And the cool thing is it was made of silicon, so the Ooh. outer skin was still intact. Ooh. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. Throw it in the fire. Destroy it. No. Isildur! <laughs> no, wrong movie. <laughs> oh, I just love the sweat. So good. Right. Brilliant fake out, but nope. TV. Oh, shit, man. See, now I got to... I know that they've got to exist out there somewhere, but I got to get me a little gremlin to put in my Christmas tree this year. With the with those uh, red red light up eyes too. But yeah, isn't the movie basically here here on out just the gremlins fucking with everyone's day? It's amazing we had like an hour set up for just that oh here we go foreshadowing picks up yeah home run right in the fire burn baby i uh, love that shot in the fireplace i want that to have be the shot for my fireplace music YouTube yo there, how cool would that okay how cool would it be if uh we got like a uh, someone carved a gremlin head out of wood and put it in the fire. That'd be oh, awesome. Yeah. That would be a great Yule log one year. Shit, I'm gonna write. I gotta write that down. <laughs> um, that's gonna be a fun accident to explain. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Also, What's we up? should point out. Snow typically melts when you step on oh, it. Oh, it's like the best if the corn starts or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Snow melts when you step on it. So what are happening when the gremlins are walking in the snow? Why aren't they just reproducing it now? Yeah, that's oh a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. I think that's uh wasn't that another thing that they poked fun of in the sequel? I, again, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it pokes fun of it all the time. All the different little rules. Poor guy. You'll be safe in there. Don't worry. Howie Mandel certainly had work to do. <laughs> I feel like this was just like, you know, an indulgence of Spielberg because he's such a, you know, such a sci-fi geek. And he's like, let's put Robbie the Robot in our movie. <laughs> Why? No reason. Let's just do it. All right. <laughs> I mean, there's far oh, worse things. I mean, I kind of would kill to have a, a cameo of Robbie the Robot in my movie. Why not? But yeah, you're right. Since uh, Snow's water, they should be reproducing with every step they take. Oh boy, time to butcher the YMCA. Having fun at the YMCA. 
Gonna kill some gremlins at the YMCA. <laughs> gonna make them a meal. Gonna. Hey, in... I'm bad or something. <laughs> yeah, see, this is where I need to call on my sister. She she's got a weird knack for writing parody songs. I'll pitch this to her when like when we uh, visit for her for Christmas. And now we have the suspenseful dark. I mean, yes. look, he, like, Gizmo's constantly moving in this scene. If, I mean, every, any moment, if that's not working right, start over, start over, oh, yeah, start man. over. Like, it's non-trivial to have uh, uh, your puppet character animated in the wide shot. Because, you know, it's one thing, you know, if it's just uh, a close-up. Because then you can have the a puppeteer from, you know, out of frame operating the thing. But in the wide shot? Damn. Oh no! And I love, I love how he's holding his nose like cannonball. Yeah. This was intentional. Yeah. I know what's up, bitch. Them gremlins can be bastards, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love the man. I don't know what the hell they were doing in the eighties, but man, the practical effects Coke. were just so. They had so much fun with it, especially the pool shots. Well, if you think about it. Well, if you think about it, though, it's because that was kind of the pinnacle. Like, computer effects weren't there yet. They've been doing practical effects so long. Like, that was kind of the height of practical yeah. effects. You don't see this kind of extra anymore. I mean, I've seen other horror movies. Ah, uh, you do some. Some people still know it, and it's mostly, uh, sadly, in the horror genre where they know oh, yeah, to still yeah, do yeah. it. You know, Ash vs. Evil Dead was primarily... Uh, Absolutely. Or uh, another, you know, holiday uh, movie, that holiday horror movie that I love, uh, Krampus. Weta Digital did a ton of practical puppet stuff because they wanted to evoke this kind of, you know, 80s esoterical practical stuff that they can do uh and but i, I don't think uh since then they've been because uh, you know like i like we've said before we've seen movies that have gone full practical and whatnot but they've never been this extra though you know and, uh, and holy shit wait a minute the cops sitting down holy shit that is that is totally Mike Ehrmantraut from Breaking Bad. I Holy never realized that before. Holy shit, that's awesome. <laughs> so this is what he so this is what he uh the cop uh, job that he was talking about before Breaking Bad. Okay, now this is definitely stop motion. Cuz I know for a fact that that we're like we're not doing that. <laughs> Right. They're walking around. <laughs> what the hell was he watching? Huh. Oh, your shit's gonna get fucked up so badly. Even that, if you've never that seen that poor the man, movie. his car. I know, right? Even though you've never seen this, like you see her just, you know, daintily setting the mantelpiece and the decorations and, oh, how cheery. You just know shit's going to happen. <laughs> One of the ah! only TVs still made in America wow, at this point yeah, in that's... time. <laughs> that's a joke for the ages. 
<laughs> oh, the days before streaming. Well, sir, at least you... Uh, actually, you know what? I think he did fare better in Terminator. Because <laughs> at least his death was quick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wonder if uh, people who grew up on this, who still had cable at the time, and it kind of went out, they would joke that it was the Gremlins. <laughs> Not a mouthful of potato chips. Oh, shit. Boy, they pick up driving real fast, don't they? Magic. <laughs> and I, I love this. I love the score yeah, here. And I also love the, 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 uh, the, the Dutch lighting there to give it that really sell that evil look. Oh, man. That's going to be interesting to put into the home insurance. Really, you're looking <laughs> right in the face, and you're telling him he's crazy. Oh, my God. So over the top. Oof. Yeah, now it's just, okay, now the film is just like, all right, we're going to stop the plot, and we're just going to have the gremlins run around and fuck with everyone. I mean, yeah, it's basically just mayhem o'clock It, it pretty much point. is, and we got 40 minutes left. 40 minutes of this shit. And you know what? We're going to be here for every damn minute because, my God, is it entertaining. God, that to get some of those shots must have been horrible because now we're introducing electricity and pyro into these shots next to the puppet. Oh. I hate this country. <laughs> Reagan's a stupid asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Why he basically caused all of modern day problems. Pretty much. Ape <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, 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 we won't believe in no such things. Donuts. <laughs> oh boy, you love hearing that. Oh, talk about your Christmas cheer, am I right? <laughs> you only have cheer when you're not the one driving. Oh, hell yeah! Oh, yeah, now. 
Hold on. But do you, did you notice the time? 10.30 to 11.15. Oh, my God. She's open 45 minutes a day. Oh, that, well, wow. She no, is no, a, she's a rich asshole. Wow, she is a bitch. <laughs> yes, Widowkins. Good kitty, bad human. <laughs> I, I really hope someone took care of the kitties after this. One thing I don't understand is how she has so many flights of stairs and what, how many uh, floors was her house from the outside shot? Two? Dollar bill? Two, I think, yeah. Oh, I'll take care of those kitties when she's dead. I think even oh. the cats hate her. You notice how much they're kind of like, like angry meowing at her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's grumpy over Christmas carolers. Like even if you don't like Christmas, you gotta at least enjoy like somebody taking the time. No, not the water. Anything yeah. but the water. <laughs> I love this scene. It wasn't. Uh, oh God, I think it was uh, Chris Columbus, the writer. He kind of. Uh, he, he looked at those carolers, the caroling gremlins, and was just like, oh my god, these things are parodies of people. <laughs> and they kind of are. I mean, that's kind yeah, of the premise. Yeah. <laughs> Although, well, yeah, that actually reminds me of a joke that Spielberg made. Yeah. Like, uh, the studio was like, oh, okay, do we really need all of these puppets? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I love this wait. scene. <laughs> She's just got a billion floors in her place. I don't know, Whee! but I just love that, that how that portrait is made to look like that dude is really enjoying here. Fly off the wall. I'm sure that's a fetish. Remember the time we watched Dead Alive now, and counted over now, fetishes? You know, you know what would have made this movie for me right there? If she'd flown in the chair to be impaled on a pig. Now that would have been funny. Oh shit. Oh, I'm moving him to Mexico after this one. <laughs> Help him! I mean, this is what the cops Don't just do. look at him! Help They're him! They're doing their jobs! The cops fill out the paperwork after a crime happens, don't you know? Oh yeah, that's right. Or at least, they, you know, they beat you to death at a traffic violation. A cab, yeah. But it's okay. These guys get their get their come up. It's two. <laughs> Such kids great got defense, must child. have one hell of a slingshot if he was able to take out one of them. Those are, oh my god, you're using your parents' good scissors for that? You're gonna get your ass beaten. You, no, no. You just used metal scissors to cut a live wire. Oh my god. That, no. What? Nope. <laughs> nope. What? <laughs> this movie makes no sense. And we're here for it. <laughs> no. Allstate, Allstate. car insurance. Get, are you in good hands? <laughs> I got progressive. Actually, that would be a fucking great Allstate commercial. <laughs> just have the uh, just have the gremlins like tear up a dude's car, and then just have the Allstate guy come in there. He's like, "Don't worry, we got this." 
<laughs> it's spreading. I think that it's always Halloween. Damn right. Because honestly, I think that was uh, directed towards like any naysayers, like, oh, this is not, this it, horror movies should not take place at Christmas. Like, fuck off. Let us have God, these Christmas horror, can be right? some of the most horrific times of year. No kidding. Oh my god, that's a lot of cigarettes. I mean, being cooped in a room with a bunch of family members who hate you just because for some <laughs> reason you're still obligated to go? That just seems like the setup for some sort of serial murderer. <laughs> oh boy. I don't think that's broken, I just think it's small. It's just overflowing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm surprised the dude doesn't sound like Krusty the Clown. Just, oh, I need another cigarette. <laughs> well, I already got one in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, the inventions. They're so all over the place. Oh, yeah. And the bar. I love oh, this yeah. scene. Yes! I love this scene. And I love the fact that one of the screams is genuine because a cockroach crawled out on her oh. head. Why is she even working? Why doesn't she uh, just run for her life? Also, I mean, that's what she how does they, with the, the camera. How is she, How are they drinking? It makes it's no sense. It's all 200 proof. This makes no sense. <laughs> Right, they're getting wet all over. How are they not exactly. just spawning more? Like, none of this makes sense, but we don't care because it's so stupid and entertaining. I mean, I think it's because of uh, portrayal of alcohol laws because it'd be just born. They wouldn't be adults. Of course, we couldn't show them drinking because the drinking age was 18, which I assume is <laughs> maturity. I, yeah! love, I love the flashing. Right? The flashing. <laughs> Strike! Croquet with the... <laughs> awesome. Man, the old Star Wars games, that's something. Oh, and of course, the uh, recreation of the pa famous painting. God, they even give them caps. And now, why has that one got a knife? Oh man, you know, not watching this again, I can see a lot of the uh, the influence on other movies. Uh, unfortunately, most of them are just absolutely horrible, and they should not have been made at all. Movies like uh, Troll, <laughs> Hop Goblins, uh, oh, Garbage yeah, Pail Kids. The whole like little creature horror. It did, didn't it? And unfortunately, unfortunately, it gave us you know movies like uh, Ghoulies, Hop Goblins, and Garbage Pail Kids. But it I also did give us, uh, it also gave us Troll, but that's okay because Troll gave us the sequel to Troll, Troll Two, one of oh the God, best worst movies ever. Oh God, they're eating her! No, and then they're gonna eat me! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Yeah! Oh gosh! Oh, this is so eighties. This is so eighties. Hey, ladies' fashions are coming back, but I think it's been superseded by the 
Oh god, nineties gremlins? That would be dope as fuck. Watching them all in flannel trying to do Kurt Cobain covers. <laughs> Here we are now. Entertain us! <laughs> Although, you know, I, I, if this movie really was like a straight-up like R-rated movie, if they really did go for it, you just know there would be a gremlin stripper routine going. <laughs> I think I, I think there actually may have been some of that in number two. Was there remember. really? Oh my god. They had to make one sexy for some reason. Yeah. Well, they're just like, well, I think it just has to do with their just uh, going batshit insane into the debauchery, into the realms of debauchery. So to not include it would be a little bit strange, but whatever. But I digress. I'm already putting too much thought into this movie. And hey, that I, I love how the, her method of fighting these things is uh, essentially the, your weapon of choice in Fatal Frame. <laughs> the mask. Oh, I'm out of film! Oh my god, he's got okay. a revolver. Where did he get a revolver? This is America! What do you... What are you talking about? One of them already shot somebody good, okay, earlier. Like, point. how are that's you missing this? There's, there's a lot of shit going on. Oh. He's a good boy. It's cool. The plot to the plot needs <laughs> needs to slow down. <laughs> Oh my god, I love the light show. God, this movie was so extra, especially in the wide shots. Oh, look at the dust tilt. Man, they don't do this kind of stylized lighting do anymore, do they? I mean, depends on what you mean. I remember they're from the ads for the second Blade Runner. There's lots of bisexual lighting. Well, I'm just talking about this, you know, crazy uh, horror comedy kind of bright light color lighting. I don't know. It's I I think to do that stuff, you have to really be operating on a set, and I think fewer and fewer movies. That's do probably so true, because because like we said, this move, entire movie was shot on a back lot. So because you know they wanted yeah. it to be artificial and to have that kind of control. Uh, so it, ha it you know it presents a certain style God, she's gonna say it and, and, she's gonna say it and here comes the store yeah this oh yeah uh. <laughs> this is so what the fuck Oh boy. Oh boy. 
I also love the demented, off-key Christmas music in the background. Oh Merry God. Christmas! God. That was not a smart move. Uh, my big question to this day is who the hell even has a chimney big enough for a person? Yeah, that is an important question. What the hell? Man, that is so all over. That is such an out there speech. Right. But like, okay, you get her tragic backstory, but like in the middle of this rock is crazy, so it kind of brings the tone back a bit. Which yeah, it really yo-yo. But then you go right back to this ridiculousness. Yeah, the tone really tends to yo-yo back and forth. Uh, but it weirdly kind of works for me. I don't know. Yeah, I I, and I don't know why, but it's one of those things. That, as you said, it's a movie where if you looked at this on paper, like, this can't work, yet it mm -hmm. does. <laughs> uh, although, I, I, apparently, uh, Spielberg and pretty much everyone working on this really didn't like that speech. and But uh, uh, Joe Dante, the director, he was so adamant that we're keeping that in. Uh, yeah. Even Spielberg was like, I, I really don't like the scene, but you know what? Yeah, nobody else was for it. The director was like, we're nope. going for it. And Spielberg was gracious enough to be like, look, I don't like this scene, but this is your movie, so go for it. And to be fair, it's one of the most memorable moments oh, in the movie, full of ridiculousness. Absolutely. So. And that's saying quite a bit, considering how many memorable moments there are in this. Right. I mean, it's an absurd tragedy, which kind of fits the entire thing. Oh, here's our Disney crossover oh, event. Yeah. I actually heard they chose uh, this movie particularly because uh, at the time it was uh, being re-released uh, for its 50th anniversary or something like that. So they're like, "Hey, hey, kids." Before you go see the re-release of you, this cartoon you like, check out this movie where it references it and you know, all these little gremlins go see it too. <laughs> It'll be fun. Oh my god. Man, I want some movie popcorn. Don't I talk about disgusting? Right? I love the places that let you squirt on your own butter. So I love to absolutely drown it. So I've got yes. a puddle at the bottom of the bucket and I can stick my yes. fingers in and oh, lick off gosh. afterwards. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get mm. nasty with that butter. <laughs> Your heart hates it. Oh, you. no. I eat, I eat a lot of vegetables otherwise. A high-protein, mainly vegetarian diet. I, I just if... love popcorn oh, Fair enough. A I don't lot. know if you, I don't like, know. If you I, know. Licked, I tore open the bags of microwave popcorn and licked it to get the butter inside. Oh. <laughs> How much did they have to pay Disney it's, for this? It really clip? is Holy kind hell. of amazing because the only other time I can think of uh, another big Disney Warner Brothers crossover was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know, 
otherwise yeah. yeah you're right i can't imagine this if this was made today warner brothers would never be able to get that footage never yeah no yeah, i watched that movie over 20 plus times it would be Although I do think the eighties was was also the time where Disney was kind of having some of their financial issues. Yeah. So there was like, oh please yeah. give us money. Yeah, I can see that. It wasn't really till the nineties where they started picking up back again. Gotta love that Disney Renaissance. Mm-hmm. They love the movies. And the mouse ears right there. <laughs> Yeah, if this was uh, made today, they'd be watching Looney Tunes because, well, Warner Brothers owns that and we can just throw it up there without any license issues. As a matter of fact, don't they watch Looney Tunes later on in this sequence? Or is it, or is it just me? I don't think so. Maybe that's the sequel? Maybe. Because... Uh, Again, I remember cause as we were. I pointed out uh, that the guy that was meeting uh, Billy in the uh, the bar, showing him the drawing, that was Chuck Jones, the dude who made all those Looney Tunes cartoons uh, back in the day. And I'm actually amazed that they got him for a cameo for that because he's like, uh, no, he was notoriously shy in front of the camera. Well, they didn't really show too much of. Oh, Stripe is... Steam. Come on. There we go. Man, everything important happens in the boiler room <laughs> in 80s movies. Oh, of course. Also, I love the fact that she just happened to know where the boiler room <laughs> was. Like they didn't... Was there even a setup for why she knew? It was probably cut for time. I mean, they live here so maybe they maybe knows where the map is i maybe they established it earlier in the movie and i just don't remember but i was just like wait how does she even know sometimes a girl just knows <laughs> oh shit oh shit and i love this this shot here it's oh. so so great i feel like this yeah but see now they're under the light of a projector wouldn't that bright light bother yeah, them you're right Head, fuck it, head. Fuck it, mo fuck it. It's a movie, right? <laughs> that that is so much of what they had to be saying to each other yeah, when just, they were making this. Eh, fuck, fuck it, it, it's a, a movie, movie, right? <laughs> Crush their little hands. Run, run, run! Hold the door! Hold the door! Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just conjuring up all the PTSD from the Game of Thrones fandom. It's gonna blow! Damn! Yeah, that's the other thing about the 80s. They didn't fuck around with the pyrotechnics. <laughs> they made I them big. A knife. Oh, man. Three Musketeers used to also have vanilla and strawberry pieces inside the bar, but they faced them out because the chocolate was the most popular. Lame. Ah, uh, you can actually, in some foreign markets, still get the other yes. products. Yeah, yeah. I dig like it. Like I'd say, controversial uh, opinion, I think the dark chocolate mint ones are the best. 
I'm not a dark per dark. I'm not a dark good. chocolate person myself, but honestly, I don't like take away from anyone if we're enjoying that. Sweet, sweet. I remember having one of those when I was little. Are those even still being made by toy companies? I have no clue. Mm. I haven't. I haven't been to a proper candy store. I know, right? Is that the kind of... Right, because somehow there's no water in a convenience right. store. Still, I'm just I'm just thinking, man, were they really being so uh, sly and on the nose that we're literally going to let loose in a candy store for the climax? They're together now, or they're kissing just because they're lead characters. I never understood that. Hollywood. Hey, Honestly, these bats are solid weapons. Yeah. Billy the Bat. I mean, that is a good decision. No lie. Yeah, that's what always gets me with a lot of modern films. Okay, someone who doesn't know how to use a gun picks up the gun like, the fuck, you're more likely to hurt yourself than to target. Yeah, yeah. Just grab a fucking knife or a baseball yeah. bat or something that doesn't require you to, like, have a proper stance aiming and recoil and all that shit. <laughs> Man, those old school TVs. You know what just kind of hit me? Uh, I, I just realized how what a wonderful um, satire this scene could have been. Like, I know it's a little bit late and this is we're go getting into the final showdown of our main villain stripes. But how freaking great would it have been if we got to see some a lot more mayhem from all the gremlins in toy stores and department stores oh. so that it kind of looked like black <laughs> friday imagery oh and again you you get some of like not quite to what you're saying but you get a bit more of that kind of stuff i would say Bones too Bunny as well cameo so. and an et cameo Ooh. love it but yeah, I was because I, I watched Dawn of the Dead, uh, the original, uh, recently, and I'm like, man, the uh, the the, the social commentary is there, and I, I can only imagine if they had gone a little bit further with this movie for the climax. Yeah, it was slathered on like a ladle. Uh oh, not the oh, water. No. I gotta say, what the hell was that mall powered by? Because I, I can't buy that mall stayed fully powered forever. <laughs> Is he gonna do the thing? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Little tribute to Stanley Kubrick, I'm sure. Also, uh, maybe the inspiration for the Jigsaw puppet. Maybe, maybe. It kind of it does. That is a little bit Jigsaw before Jigsaw, ain't it? Oh. You know, actually, you know what would have been a really great cameo in this scene? 
I, I know it didn't. He he. Mm. It didn't come out till about four years later. But can you imagine uh, the good guy doll from Chucky showing up in the background? <laughs> oh god! Just as like a little, you know, that would have been a funny reference. Swing, bada bada, swing. Boys looking like Luke Skywalker in the middle of Empire Strikes Back. Light bright. <laughs> Morning came fast. Oh. oh boy. Where did he get a mini bowcaster? Oh. Oh, don't Ow. pull it out. Don't pull it out. Wait, it's gone? Okay, no. But seriously, where the hell did he get a mini bowcaster? They're in the sporting yeah, goods section. Yeah, but where'd he get a mini one? Also, how does he know how to case. work it? Oh, shit. This Poor is America. Tex Texas Chainsaw, bitches. Yeah, no, he would have sliced through that so quick. Oh, yeah, because don't chainsaws uh, take like no. a, a centimeter of Well, is it aluminum or is it wooded? If it was wooden, he'd slice through that like no no time at all. But uh, uh it, well, it depends on how much pressure he can bring to bear is also part of the fair. problem. If you don't have pressure behind the chainsaw, it's not going to cut. Uh, hey, also, can we we all? I also forgot to say, uh, yeah, movie bullshit. <laughs> There's a lot of that in this. Also, speaking of movie bullshit, Gizmo's driving around in a toy car. Uh, does he have control of that? Like, is there a little mini gas pedal? Is it oh, Ron? Absolutely. Yes. Like. You gotta. <laughs> like, I'd say explain, movie, but please explain. <laughs> Whoop. Also, how is it? How is a chainsaw moving him? I don't think this, I think this was the days before they had the emergency, like, Oh, the, the, the release the, switch? Yeah. Yeah, where it's like, oh, look, your finger's not on that. We're automatically going to shut off. I think it was before those days. No, Stripe. No. He's going to do the thing. Don't do the thing. Oh, shit. This is America. It is America. Worse, it's America in the 1980s. Yikes. Ooh, Get him. Oh. Sick him, doggo. Sick him! No. Oh, no! Run, Gizmo! Drive! It's very Indiana Jones right now. <laughs> it kind of is. is it? Oh my god! You're totally right. They they should have had yep. him like running away from a giant basketball, or like one of those um, uh, workout balls. That would have been a great Indiana Jones homage. Why didn't they think that? I don't know if they're really using the workout balls at this point. Yeah, that still you. would have been a really funny jo like joke. I'm surprised Spielberg didn't make uh, suggest that. Oh my god, did he pull it out? Well, given the the pro well, given the problems with the puppet on top of the timing Good of point. that. Why is Stripe just standing there? I guess he's really got a flair for the dramatic. He had to wait. I guess so. Him. I I guess so. <laughs>
That's what I call a baby driver. <laughs> Aren't you already getting wet? Yeah. But now the the birthing, what? birthing the triple bits takes time. <laughs> Mother pus bucket. <laughs> Wee. Geronimo! Damn. Yeah, they had to go... They really had to go far with Gizmo. Because, like... It's like, okay, not only do we have... We need to have a uh, a good guy, oh. little gremlin. To, but we also need to have him save the day. Just I so we can... I love the effects of him melting. It's just so good. Oh, I love it. One of his eyeballs is popping out. and He looks like he's throwing Sorry. up pea soup like Linda Blair. Good shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you look like... And, I, I, and th this is the one scene in particular I could see parents being like, what is my, what am I showing right. my kid? Hey, Gizmo's now in the light. It's fine, though. He's the hero. <laughs> Once again, movie bullshit. There are rules to the gremlins, except when there aren't. <laughs> Poor little guy. Make sure he's dead. Yeah, I never understood that about movies. Like, uh, share of a death. That's a dope-ass skeleton, though. You should keep it. Or, you know, send it to science. For science! For science. Just maybe not to your teacher this time. Oh, oh no. Just there a it goes. I don't know. Scoop slime or some shit. Clean up on aisle four. <laughs> you need the biohazard cleanup kit. Yeah, you'll probably Oof. want the biohazard team to clean that that shit up. The Christmas Eve riots is what they're calling it. Oh, so basically Black Friday too. Basically, we don't know. We know shit. So, okay, so this is clearly Fox News. <laughs> I mean, I don't think uh, her less... She calls people who rent from a landlord. Renters. Wow. I am well-educated. Uh, I'm I... sure her renters are happy. <laughs> I'm back. You do not deserve the privilege of the wrong one. I would have kept the money at yeah. that point. <laughs> You're corrupting the wholesomeness of my house. 
Special mm -hmm. Goblin. <laughs> Too much TV will rot your brain. Isn't that yeah? Isn't that the weird moral of the the movie? Too much TV will rot your brain. After all that insanity. <laughs> it's more like TV saves the day if you think about it, though. I mean, Gizmo learned how to save the day by watching television. Nope. Yeah, no, sorry. It's your impact means way more here, dude. Actually, I take that back. It's not that uh, don't television rots your brain. It's that take care of your fucking pets. You know, I'm starting to see why you really love the, why this I'm is, not uh, the whole has the title of your favorite movie, Connie. Take care of your goddamn pets. Because you do. We'll be back for the sequel. <laughs> oh, wow, that's a rip off. <laughs> Good shit. <clears throat> it it really is, uh, but I I the my one thing i kind of would have liked him to have not gone to the theme to have gone to something a little more mellower yeah. after they cut that last yeah. line uh i still feel a little sad that uh that the old shopkeeper dude is just kind of yes here's a living being somehow i'm gonna use that that oh, wow. price of an ashtray is similar to gizmo a little sad Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but wow, I forgot Frank Welter was on this one for the vocals. Yeah. 
he's kind of been he really is kind of everything but yeah but hey, that was gremlins uh and you know what man i forgot how good this one was and how much fun it is uh i mean again because I, I i've said it many times throughout this but uh even though that you know practical effects have made like a comeback and whatnot uh and you know the animatronics and the puppetry are a lot more advanced i rarely have seen it uh you know set design and the puppetry and the effects really be this extra and i get and i understand that you know this was kind of the big thing at the time but uh yeah i just don't see them doing this sort of thing which i kind of empathize with because it's hard you know yeah and it's something i i think you have to have a lot of passion for and i don't know the companies that have a passion to do as you said this yeah. kind of work because i mean case in point i mean leica is just cranking out amazing mm -hmm. movies uh and they're cranking them out at a ridiculous rate for doing stop motion but it still takes a long time oh, between yeah. movies that so it's shit. Like, and that's a huge right that's a hugely passionate studio so it's like you have to have uh, a a visual effects department the, a practical visual effects department with that level of passion to want to tackle For a project sure. like this and For that's sure but uh, yeah, watching it again. How do you? I take well, Connie. I really don't think uh, your opinion has changed at all. Nope, it's still amazing. I would watch <laughs> it always. I would lock the doors to my house and subject people to it always. <laughs> it, it's just, in my opinion, I, I, a perfect movie. It. I wouldn't say for me it's perfect, but uh, it's definitely super entertaining. Like. Uh, it's it's one of those perfect examples that you can say, look, there's a lot of shit in here that doesn't make sense, but I don't but I don't care. The movie is so good at distracting you from all these uh, these inconsistencies, if you want to call them that. Uh, that and that that's the real well, great thing about movies is you can have all these uh, things that don't make sense, but a movie that tricks you into not caring and just going with it is super rare. Uh, well, a big thing, well, but it's not, I mean, I, I agree that it's rare in a, a sense if the movie itself can do that, but the approach to film is supposed to be the willing suspension of disbelief. And this movie is super fun. If you can, if you willingly, you know, Get if rid you of can your buy the like, check that out the if you window. can buy the first five minutes, you're in for a great treat. Yeah, it's just like you know, you check your disbelief out the window. You dive in, you have fun. Um, I will say, you know, for me, I really do enjoy it, but um, it's a movie where I definitely would want to be in the right mood or with oh, the right absolutely. Group of like, it's not a movie that you know. There's a lot of movies that's like I can throw on at a drop of a hat. This isn't one of them, but I still really enjoy it. It's it's one I think everyone should see at some point just because of how creative it is and the ridiculousness and how, and and the fun. Um, so yeah, I mean it's definitely a great movie, and uh, for my kind of people, it definitely works. Oh, dude, totally. Like, 
seriously, you know, when when uh, for you people listening at home, I really hope you got like a group of people to watch this with, with some eggnog and some you know gingerbread cookies and just having a grand old time watching this. Because yeah, mead. That's the stuff. Now we're talking. Because honestly, this it's kind of it's uh, one of those movies yes. that does have that energy where. You know the the crowd really feeds back. It's into revelry, it, you know, like versa. that's the entire fucking yes. point of, of this movie. Yes. It's that's why I say, I mean, it's not necessarily perfect on an academic standpoint, but the energy is always appropriate no. for the pacing of the movie each time. Fucking a, and it's also a reason why that this movie is a grade A unorthodox Christmas classic. I don't care what people say. Indeed. But uh, yeah, if anyone has, if y'all have anything else to say about it? I mean, I think we've well covered it. Um, you know, it, it's an accomplishment. I, I think I spent enough time early on, you know, talking about the illustriousness of you know Spielberg and Dante and Columbus. They've all they've all had amazing careers, and I think it's really interesting when you get people like that together, and who respect each other's creativity, but are also willing to, um, you know, play off each other and adjust and mold and you get something kind of special totally, like this. Totally. And honestly, I would love for at least Joe Dante to come in and produce whatever they're doing for Gremlins 3. I'm just saying, because Gizmo had those 3D glasses, Gremlins 3D has a nice ring to it. Especially with those little fuckers come throwing <laughs> shit at you. I mean, they <laughs> broke the fourth the wall oh, in the second movie. That's right. Yeah, that that I remember. I did remember watching that clip, uh, which I thought was really fucking delightful. Um, but yeah, uh, I I have a ball watching it. I hope you guys out there listening uh, had a ball listening to it and watching it with us. Uh, and yeah, you guys can tune in next week and we'll be doing another unorthodox Christmas movie. Uh, hope, so hope to see you uh, again there. It's been really wonderful having you on, Connie. I really wish we could have you on some more shows in the future. I mean, uh, just let me know and I'll see if I can rearrange my schedule. Because spending, what, two hours to watch totally. a movie with friends and talk about all I love and hate about it? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So I've been Tim. I'm Connie. I've been Sean. And you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. Peace. Bye.